Good morning. It's going to be a hot one today. We're expecting sunshine and highs of 27 degrees. Well, residents on Hawaii's Big Island have been bracing for a possible steam eruption from the Kilauea volcano. They say that it could hurl car-sized rocks and ash. Around 2,000 people from one community where 40 structures have already been destroyed have fled their homes. Now, they're saying like the size of refrigerators, these boulders are going to start coming out of this volcano. Oh, Oops. my gosh. That, yeah, that's not this good. This is not ending. That's a hard hat zone. There's no two ways about that. The lava is going deep enough in the mm-hmm. volcano that it's going to hit the water table, and that's how this happens. Okay, because once it, it hits the water, then it solidifies, yeah. and then it comes flying up as big chunks of refriger- refrigerated lava. Holy cow. <laughs> refrigerated lava, wow. exactly. All right. Well, after being inducted to the Hockey Hall of Fame last November, Claire Drake has passed away at the age of 89 this past weekend. The Edmonton-based coaching legend spent 28 seasons coaching the U of A Golden Bears hockey team, posting a record 697 wins. Some might say the best uh, hockey coach ever. and uh, Many are saying people that. People were fighting in fighting and fighting for him to get into the NHL Hockey Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, it happened before he passed away. Good. Well, you can get a double dose of country tomorrow night on The Voice. Six-time winning coach Blake Shelton will sing his top ten hit, I Lived It, while Kane Brown is going to stop by to perform his second number one, Heaven. I'm Jack, and that's what you need to know. All right, that's beautiful. Um, my daughter, just a couple of days ago, uh, down by the North Saskatchewan River in Devon, there's uh, these stairs. I can't remember what they call them, like the fire stairs there. Anyway, the bottom line is a lot of people go there, and they either walk up them or run up them to train and do things like that. So she went to do that with her uh, boyfriend, and uh, they were doing really well, and she's got this water bottle she left at the top, and one time they came to the top, and her water bottle was gone, and I'm like, holy, she was just so rattled. Apparently, it's a $45 water bottle. Ouch. Do you know Does anything? it, like, talk to you? I, <laughs> it encourages it's great job, yeah. Bailey. It you encourages can do you it. to the top. But anyway, she was just so rattled, and then they thought, oh, maybe somebody just thought it was, uh, they grabbed it and put right. it in the garbage, and anyway, she didn't get it, so she's just, like, blown away. She's like, why would somebody steal my water bottle? I said, well, why would you own a $45 one? But anyway, she loves this thing, so whatever. It's her money. I don't really care. But now it's gone, and she's rattled, and she keeps bringing it up and bringing it up. That somebody stole it. Somebody stole it. Somebody stole it. So our question earlier this morning, we'd love for you to participate, is what's the most unusual thing that's ever been stolen from you? Hmm. Think about that. You got something now, Matt? Maybe just you can wait. Sure. I'll, I'll hang on to it. But All yeah, right. I got some weird stuff that's been taken from me. All right. You got this? a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so many opportunities. <laughs> Text us at 103939 give us a call at 780-421-1039. Like a water bottle, what is the weirdest thing someone's ever taken from you? Here's Luke Combs. It's one number away. This is Kissing Country. With you all day long, this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Welcome to Monday. Not just Monday, but it's the Monday before the long weekend. And somehow it's just a little bit easier to face knowing that there's a long weekend coming, guys, don't you think? Uh, And especially this week, it's going to be so nice. I think the opposite. Do you, Matt? That yeah. doesn't surprise us. <laughs> Shocking. Well, it, no, because you want it to, to get to that long weekend so bad, uh, right? Okay. That it grinds. This All week's right. a grind. What huh? are you guys doing for the long weekend? No, homebodies. We're staying around. Really? Chris? Sam said I have to pamper her all weekend. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck with that, Sam. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Thorsby, uh, it's always a long weekend out in Thorsby, so uh, my hometown, so I'll probably go out there and maybe check some things out. Uh, starting to kind of try to clean up the yard and do a lot of painting and things like mm-hmm. that this week. So, you know, I've got the way the grass is growing, probably have to mow it twice before then too. But We anyway. need rain for that. Yeah. Hashtag bring on the rain. Well, I'm making a new rule right now. No more talking weather on the podcast. <laughs> hey, you brought it up. How? What did I say? Rain. We need rain for that. 
Uh, no, but I just like I get caught up in the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Starting now, no weather. Okay, no more weather. When Somebody get... could be listening to this in like January 2019. <laughs> Sorry, we're talking about the weather years about years ago. You keep bringing it up, Matt. See, I wasn't even bringing it up. I'm just airing all my feelings. So what? What? All what, right, what are, we're not Canada. supposed to talk about what? <laughs> uh, you know this uh, this week, your daughter lost a forty dollar water bottle, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Where do you uh, buy forty dollar water bottles? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know where you buy it. I Chapters. Just, I know she needed <laughs> she, really she right. needed it because it was quite hot that day, so she needed a water bottle. <laughs> you're just you're just treading water, just like. <laughs> I'm going to come over there and smash your bones to dust. Okay, don't do that. Oh, don't dusty. Do that. Why? Dusty. <laughs> it is dusty right now because we haven't gotten any rain. <sighs> One, two. Oh, that will tie that into the, his second favorite thing, farmers. <laughs> hey, did, yeah. you, did you eat today? I, uh, d- I, I didn't say I didn't like farmers. That's you, all you farmers. talk about. Okay, sorry. Farmers and weather. It's true. <laughs> Um, this is what we talk about when we're not on the radio. Well, yeah, we just this fight. Is like, this is a truth bombs <laughs> right here. Yeah, my daughter's water bottle got stolen, and uh, she was rattled. Like, it's a $40 one. So we talk about weird things that have been stolen from you. And, man, we got some crazy stories, and you'll hear a bunch of them in the podcast and so many other text messages. It's like, what? Uh, the texts keep rolling in, Jack. You want to share something that we didn't share on the air that we've gotten here? Uh, somebody said that they went to the pool, and they came back, and all their clothes were there except their bra. Mm. Mm-hmm. Some guy's got a very supported upper body. <laughs> Maybe it was a girl. Poss- well, I guess, like, how would a guy get into the change room to steal the bra? Why don't you tell us? <laughs> I would never. Mm-mm. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that, weatherman. <laughs> you brought up weather again. I did it! <sighs> yeah. Uh, I oh, think we should man. just start this. No, podcast. I want to talk about sibling fight. That was my most no, favorite. No, I don't. I don't, Jack, because I really I get uncomfortable when you talk about. Why? It. I thought my I thought I and my family, my siblings, were the worst. Jack, you are the Connor McDavid of. Thank uh, you. Bad si- sisters. Like it was you really never are. physical. You were a mental. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was definitely a mental fighter. <laughs> yeah, like man, the stuff that you did to your brother, telling him that he was adopted, and just he all liked it. Ham- what he did not like. <laughs> Love finding out I was adopted. Yeah. <laughs> then- By the way, he isn't adopted, but all he right. sure believed it. Okay. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about that. And uh, don't blow it for everyone and all sorts mm-hmm. of other things that were on the way on Monday. Have yourself a fantastic day. I mean, how can you not? Oh, no, here it is. It could be weeks from now. <laughs> it could be raining out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. That's our theme song today. Sky Stay So Blue, Dallas Smith, 27 later on. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 6.09. Coming up uh, about 6.30 this morning, we're going to play a drunk trivia, maybe 6.35. I can't remember exactly. 6.35. 6.35, exactly. You're not going to believe who our contestant is, but the bottom line is it's your chance to win tickets to the Rainmaker Music Fest, which is coming up in just a few weekends in St. Albert. Next weekend, I think. What's that? It's next weekend. Isn't that crazy? What do you mean next weekend? Rainmaker. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. not this one, next yeah. one. Yeah, you're right. Well, yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, and we got a football game that Sunday too. Like the Eskimos are You playing. are going to be just, busy. It's awesome. Um, yeah, we're talking about strange and unusual things that have uh, got stole from you. My da- daughter was just kind of going on the trails in Devon, going up and down the the uh, the stairs there. And uh, she came up once and her water bottle was gone. And she just so rattled. It was just like, they, they, she just can't believe that somebody would take it. So we're looking for those kind of stories this morning. I got a text at 103.939 from Mike talking about the weirdest thing that was stolen from me a few months ago. Someone broke into my car and they stole the owner's manual, but they left the $3 in change. 
Had some same model of car. Just had some questions. Forgot to return it. <laughs> Perhaps. Manual. Hmm. Another texter says, I had my flip-flop stolen at the pool and had to walk back to my car barefoot. Thankfully, <laughs> they were just cheap flip-flops, but I was still sad someone felt the need to take them. That's like the circle of stealing, I, mm. I envision, right? Somebody's shoes get stolen, so somebody else steals another pair of shoes and so on and so forth. Right. And sometimes, like, Yeah, sometimes the shoes at parties get stolen, but it's actually just because somebody thought they were theirs. You're right? drunk. You put on the wrong but shoes. But you probably would know if they were your flip-flops at the pool. Probably. All right, Steve. I had a cheap regular JK with a soft top, and somebody decided to cut into it to break into steel stuff. I had high-end Mac tools, air compressors, like off-road air compressors, money in my cup holder and everything, my dash camera. They left everything, and they took my prescription sunglasses. There it is. They're your really? prescription glasses. <laughs> yep. Sometimes it's not what they take, it's what they leave. My dash camera was a couple hundred dollars sitting literally about six inches above where my sunglasses were sitting on my dash. You can't put a price on good vision. No. They've slapped those on, <laughs> took off. All right, Colin, what got stole from you? One day I uh, I bought a CD binder for all my CDs. Yes. And uh, later that night, my truck got broken into and they took all of the cases out of the back but the CDs were still in the binder in the front. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Strange and unusual things that have been stole from you. My daughter's water bottle went missing uh, when she was uh, working on the uh, trails up in, in Devon. Uh, Devon's a great place. It's not typically known for crime, but I guess somebody was just thirsty and needed a water bottle. I don't and know. I mean, they just forgot to put it back down. And next yeah. thing you know, you're in your car with a new water bottle. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we're looking for your silly stories like that this morning at 103939. Denise texts in and says, during a move while we took stuff in, someone walked by and took the leaf to my kitchen table and the bottom of the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> so strange. Yeah, you literally need another exact same table like that. It's like, like, grab what you can quick. I got, I got a table leaf. <laughs> another texture says, last week, someone broke into our garage and stole three bags of bottles and are filled up McDonald's coffee cards right out of the car, but they didn't touch the two cases of beer or any of the tools sitting around. It, like, you're in a panic. <laughs> yeah. you, like, you're trying to hustle when you're stealing. Not that I know from experience. Right, is this like inside the mind of a criminal? <laughs> I'm getting in there. You, to, to be a criminal, you got to think okay. like a criminal. All right. And that, and you just you get in there and like, oh, 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 bottles, those are worth something. And next thing you know, you got two handfuls. You see the tools. You're like, you're like, I still got bottles. And you just bolt. You know what's worth more than the bottles? Beer full of, our bottles full of beer, right? Yeah, you get both, cans yeah. and beer. Oh, she's right. <laughs> I love it. I had my hockey stuff out, says a texture, stolen out of my car. Uh, that I uh, saw on my truck that I wore that night and I hadn't mm. washed it. You know what? That is like, that'll teach a thief to never steal again. They said, I bet they were in for a surprise. 780 is always the number to call. We'd love to hear from you. What is the strangest thing you've ever had stole? <laughs> yeah, we're having some uh, fun with some crazy stories about unusual things that have been stole from you. Yes, Curtis texted with a great story. A few years ago, my truck got broken into and they stole my CD deck, but they ejected my Alan Jackson CD and left it on the seat. I was mad at first, but then I just started to laugh. I mean, he's had a lot of albums throughout the years. There's yeah. a couple of stinkers. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't Chattahoochee or yeah. Living on Love, right? I don't, maybe they were just being nice. Maybe yeah. like, we're going to steal this, but we know you probably really like this CD. That's <laughs> so it. There you go. I've had that happen to me. They steal the faceplate of my CD player. Yeah. So it's useless to them, and now my CD player is useless to me. Uh-huh. Like we both Nobody are, wins. We both lose. But they didn't inject your Alan Jackson CDs, so you're okay, yeah, I, right? I got the music. All right, got it. Trevor, 780 uh, I went bowling one night with a bunch of friends, and I had a pair of shoes from that I bought in France that were about three years old. They were oiler color shoes, like copper blue and a little bit of red in them, and they were like 
the best shoes ever. But they were like three years old and had been in my feet for, <laughs> you know, three years, right? So all of a sudden, I go to get my shoes at the end of the night, and they're gone. Um, <laughs> the security footage showed the guys picking up the shoes under their shirt. They dropped them, left. Five minutes later, come back, pick them up, and leave again. What? Weird. Yeah, right? I was like, who takes shoes? Like, used shoes, of all things. Like, and very used shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they were Oilers shoes. Yeah, the color scheme got me going. Yeah. yeah Do well, you guys have these right now? <laughs> so did you have to wear your bowling shoes home? Yeah, the guy, I actually know the owner of the bowling alley, so he let me wear them home until I got new shoes. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, it wasn't at a party. Uh, Matt was the one partying at a wedding on the weekend. So we've got Tara on the line. It's time to play drunk trivia. Basically, uh, Jack's going to you know, ask Tara if Matt actually knew the answer to these mm-hmm. questions. After having a, a few, how many did you have in you yeah. at that point, Matt? Can you say? Or? Enough. Okay. All right. <laughs> Don't try this at home, kids. That's what we're trying to say. Got but anyway, it. Tara, you're actually sorry. You had, a, you had a race on the weekend. Is that right? How did it go? Yeah. So it was, uh, it was pretty good. It was an ex-lawyer race, obstacles, and, you know. All that good. stuff. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I didn't. I drank. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's sore, too. Oh, but he is sore. I did that night, too. Yeah, she drank, too. That's the problem. You ran and drank. All right, so yeah. let's set this up. Uh, again, this is Matt. You were at a wedding on the weekend, right? Yeah, Chris and Kate's wedding. Uh, one of my best friends, and uh, we got pretty banged up. Did you hear Matt kind of uh, doing the hiccups there a few minutes ago? No, I didn't. Okay, hang on. Let's play that. This is the kind of okay. shape he was in, just to set the bar, all right? Okay. Ask me some more questions. Right. Just like not those questions, just ask me general questions. All right, that's what he sounds like. So he's he's a you know he's had a couple of drinks. Okay. <laughs> now you have to guess if he knows the answers to these questions. Jack prepared the questions. She gave them to uh, uh, Matt's wife, and she asked him on Saturday night at the wedding as he was hiccuping his way through the night. <laughs> Question number one: What shape is a stop sign? Yes. All right. What shape is a stop sign? Go ahead. A stop sign is an octagon. Yes. (laughs) Way to go, Matt. I like the way he said it so carefully. Exactly. You have to enunciate your word. Uh Exactly. Number two. When is Chris Sheets' birthday? Oh, he knows that one. If he doesn't know that one. Oh, I see. There's no chance. <laughs> oh, I he, he does know that one. Let's find out. All right. Oh, man. I know his anniversary <laughs> is on May 16th because it's my birthday. It's coming his, up. His anniversary, his birthday is on November 10th. <laughs> Yeah. Was I right? No. My birthday's <laughs> no. December 3rd. Ah, you, way you, you almost got me in the right astrological time anyway. <laughs> yeah, kind of close. Okay, Tara. So you're one, you're one and one here, okay? Number three. Right. What's the question? All right. The question is, what are the three primary colors? Yes, he knows that one. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, man. Here we go. All right. You got Roy G. Biv, which is red, green, blue, purple, violet. Uh- no. <laughs> well, that's totally primary colors. Sober Matt disputes. You named like six. Yeah, red, green, blue are the like, yellow. I, I named the colors of the rainbow, which technically are all the primary colors. Tara, I don't know what's going uh, on. How about here. we go to the bonus question? Okay, there bonus is a question. bonus question. If you get this one right, you're going to the rainmaker no matter what. Did he know the answer to this? Who is the fairy in Peter Pan? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's see. That is Tink Er. Bella. Hey. <laughs> Nailed it. 
<laughs> good job, Matt, and good job, Tara. You know what I've learned, actually? This is frightening. Drunk Matt is actually enunciates better than sober Matt. Yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> Tara, you're, you're going to see Drunk Matt at the Rainmaker Music Fest. Oh, perfect. Yay. Yay for me. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Big Valley Jamboree, you want to go? Of course you do. Don't blow it for everyone. Three of you have a chance to play together and win at uh, 735. That's uh, coming up in, uh, well, just a few minutes, as you know, so hang on for that. Uh, Talking about this wallet uh, survey that they did, or this study, I guess they did, right? Yes, they dropped 10 wallets in 20 different cities, 10 per each city, Mm. and they did it all over town, so it wasn't like, oh, only the south side or only the north side. High income, low income. Yeah, they said, who's going to return this? Edmonton, five out of the 10 wallets were returned. Chicago? 10 out of 10. And I said, I mean, we, you know, I'm always defending my city, the city of champions, but, um, you know, in all reality, it's just, it's just 10 wallets and you just get just the right people. Chicago, all 10 uh, got uh, delivered back, but uh, you just, you know, again, it's just... Well, things you don't think about too, right? Uh, they also um, asked them once they returned the wallet, are yeah. you religious non- or non-religious? Right. It was half and half, so it didn't right. matter. Income didn't matter. There was homeless people that returned wallets too. And you hear those stories, right? Mm-hmm. About people that have, have absolutely nothing but are still returning wallets. So we're looking for your similar stories this morning at 780-421-1039 or text us at 103939. Yes, I used to manage a restaurant, says a texter, and a lady left a wallet with $600 cash in it. I found the wallet, looked her up in the phone book and called her. Well, she came to get it and made a point of counting it in front of me as she said, I look like the type that would take some. What? <laughs> like, thanks a lot. You deserve a shin kick. <laughs> yeah. My wife would tell me if she'd say, how do you not tell the story about many years ago, probably 25, uh, we were actually uh, living in Devon at the time. I went to the golf uh, driving range just down the road from where we lived. Anyway, I went to the driving range. Uh, was terrible. like I always am. And by the time I got home, because I'd, I'd stopped at the grocery store, and by the time I got home, there was somebody waiting in my driveway with my wife wallet, which I realized when I got to the grocery store, I had lost. And what had happened is I'd left it on the uh, the back trunk of my vehicle, <gasps> took off down mm. the road. It blew out everywhere, all over the oh, ditches. Oh, no. They picked everything up and had it to my house by the time I got there. That is so nice. That's, yeah. that's next level right there. Exactly. I would have saw the mess and probably just kept on going. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, what would you do or what have you done when you've... Uh, Found a lost wallet or a purse or a, something like that that's got some uh, moolah in it. Uh, again, that study, uh, they did it all across North America, and uh, Edmonton kind of ranked halfway in the middle with five of them returned mm-hmm. and five of them spending the money and just kind of moving on. How much money was it? It was uh, like six bucks um, American, yeah. and there was a bunch of Filipino money in there. So like total, it was like $10. But oh. it looked like a lot of money. Yeah. I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right. Uh, anyway, we're, we're looking for your stories this morning. This texter says, good morning. When I was in Disneyland this past Halloween, I found a brand new cell phone that had been forgotten. It was left charging in a corner. Well, sure enough, it was unlocked and I was able to text family and friends and get it back to the girl that left it behind. The funny part was, she said, you must be Canadian. I wouldn't have seen it again otherwise. There you go. There's a nice compliment That's for Canucks, you. I tell you. If you uh, lost a wallet and then somebody brought it to you, do you have to give them a reward? Is that a thing, you hmm. think? Well, this uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I think Dave's got a story about that. I found one at London Drugs. Mm-hmm. Had $147 cash, some credit cards, blah, 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 whatever. So I brought it home, went through all the IDs and stuff, made about a dozen calls. 
I finally tracked down this lady. She was 79, and she lived in this old folks' retirement home. Yeah. So I phoned her, and I said I had the wallet and whatever. So she invited me over, so I went over there. She was so happy and thrilled that she didn't have to cancel everything. Of course. And she gave me 40 bucks, and I said I, I didn't do that for that. I just right. She wouldn't let me not take it, so I took the money reluctantly, and uh, she gave me a big hug and a kiss and said, thank you very much. There's not too many people like you. And I said, yes, I know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that 147 bucks wouldn't have gone as long, you know, wouldn't have made you feel well, nearly what are you going to do with that? You're going to buy yeah. a set of my pillows and then you're done, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Don't forget that promo code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Wow, we got a lot of uh, honest people in in uh, the city of Edmonton, no matter what that uh, study said. We're looking for your uh, finding, uh, I guess, money or wallet stories this morning. A texter says, I found a wallet on the side of the road with $7,000 in it, some of it flying around on the ground. It was right before Christmas, so I found his business card and returned it. Well, it ended up being three of his employees' Christmas paychecks. Seven grand, that'd be a real moral gut check. <laughs> <laughs> but you know Matt's what? spinning right now. I would have returned it. Worth a few less thousand. 6,500. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, we're talking this morning about uh, found wallets and money and things like that. Would you return it? A texter says, working at the ETS lost and found, I see a lot of wallets and phones returned. Remember to write your name on things to help identify them. There you go. That's All what right. Buddy, who did this experiment, said too. Make sure you have your number in your wallet somewhere. Makes okay. sense. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, yeah, Steve. Or sorry, Sean, what's your story? It was like 95 or 96, and I was in grade 8 or 9 in the summer of, and I lived in Nelson, B.C., not Fort Nelson, but Nelson. Yeah. I found a backpack. I was build, We were building a marina for the big hotel down in Nelson. And I opened it up, and it was full to the top of bags of green stuff. Okay. Oh, like, wacky debacky. Right to the top, and then it had, I thought it was like a fishing reel, but it was a grinder which I had no clue what it was. So there's a big brand new hotel right on the lake. So I well, I'll just return it to the hotel. So I brought it to the front desk, said, hey, I found this over in the parking lot, right next door to the hotel. So I dropped it off. And they're like, oh, okay, thanks. And they had a look at it while I was walking by and kind of their <laughs> eyes lit up. You know, <laughs> so I told the guys that I was working with like five minutes later about it. And they went over there and pretended to claim it was theirs. I told them about it. And the, the people at the till or at the front counter already said, oh, somebody came and claimed it. So they claimed it, right? It but didn't take it, long. Claimed the no, giant bag of weed. Popular bag. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, here we go. It's the Monday edition of Don't Blow It for Everyone. Again, if you're just tuning in for the first time, first of all, welcome to the show. And here's how the contest works. We get three people that don't know each other. All well, really counting on each other right now. There's no I in team. They all work together. If they all get their answers correct, they all go to the Big Valley Jamboree Friday. What a great time that's going to be. Oh, Is yeah. Thomas Rhett Friday? No. Yes. Yes, Thomas Rhett Friday, Paul Brandt, Billy Ray Cyrus, and many others. And again, we just ask true or false questions. They got a 50-50 shot. And if they get them all right, they all go. If somebody blows it, oh, they blow it. We've got Lori, Kelly, and Glenn on the line. How are you guys doing this morning? Really good. Pretty good for a Monday. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, Kelly's very nervous we're going to ask a math question. <laughs> I don't blame you. All right, but Lori, you were in first, so you get to go first. How do you feel right now? Nervous. Nervous? You got this. Is it, like, scary because you don't want to let the other people down? 
Exactly. Yes. Okay. Well, I think you're going to be just fine. Question number one, Jack, go ahead. Okay, Lori. The Las Vegas Golden Knights are up one nothing in their series against the Winnipeg Jets. True. Oh. Oh. oh on the bright I'm side, sorry. it was the first question. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. And there is another chance tomorrow. Okay, oh, we'll do it at the same. Well, no, are you guys, you're okay with that, Glenn and Kelly, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It oh. happens. <laughs> sure, sure. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right, again. and again, another chance to play and win. Hopefully, at seven thirty-five tomorrow morning, when you'll have a chance to win tickets to see this guy Friday night at Big Valley. It's Thomas Rhett, Kissing Country, one hundred three point nine. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What a beautiful day we got coming. Oh, yeah. And after an absolutely gorgeous weekend, did you have a chance to get together with mom? Did you maybe mess it up or, you know, maybe just uh, like hit it out of the park when it came to your mom? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Nailed it. Did you? Did you? Your mom well, was happy? Yeah. She got a little card, mm. got a little gift, uh-huh. spent the day with her. Yeah. You know, did my thing. Nice. Somebody on Twitter said that, uh, you know what? Yeah, you should call your mom on Mom's Day, but you should actually call your mom every day. Every day? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> you talk to your mom almost every day, you do, not, do you not? Uh, maybe text. I don't think we're on the phone every day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, tell us about your Mom's Day. You got something special from your little girl? I did, yeah. yeah. Kennedy made me a little canvas, or Bobby did, but yeah, yeah she hand-painted it and put yeah. stickers on it and then proceeded to paint the whole house. Yeah. <laughs> it was lovely. In the nude. <laughs> <laughs> She's my girl. They, yeah, they learn from what they see, right? <laughs> yeah. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. At the beginning of the hour, we are talking about this uh, study where they basically sent out these, they, they set people up. They set out wallets to be found with some money in them and uh, and a phone number, and they just want to see how cities did. And it sounds like Edmonton was about halfway through yeah, the Yeah, we list, were right, right through the middle of the yeah. 10 wallets that were dropped all throughout the city. Five of them were returned. All right. So we're asking your questions about found money. Have you ever found money? What have you done with it or found a wallet or found anything like that? And we're getting lots of good texts and phone calls this morning. Yes. This person says, I remember finding $20 back in the late 70s at the mall. I turned it in and they told me to check back in 30 days. If it wasn't claimed, I would get it. Well, the following month I went back and it had not been claimed, so I was able to buy lunch for my two friends and I had money for shopping. How Honesty you, pays. How do you claim $20? <laughs> uh, what does it look like? It's green. The queen's on it. It was mine, I swear. <laughs> I find just stray cash on the ground. I'm yeah. scooping that up. You're not getting it back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, well, I look around and somebody's like scrambling. I'll say, hey, did you drop this? But I mean, if there's money on the ground, I'm I'm taking it. Another subject, and this happens, but this does happen where people don't take all of their cash from an ATM and the next person (gasps) will come. My friend Casey did that once. She came and there was like 400 bucks there or something like that. But anyway, she took it to the bank and they could figure out who the last person was or they got cameras and things like that. yeah. yeah. Yeah, ATM, I would definitely take it back. Just because of the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, we're talking about uh, sibling fights and things like that. Uh, Jack went on a road trip with her her uh, brother, and the more I hear, the more I feel sorry for Dan. You used to tell him he was adopted all the time. I had him convinced that he was adopted <laughs> where he, we were on a family vacation, and it was just him and my mom, oh. and he like started to cry, and he sat down, and he was like, you just have to tell me. I know it's true. <laughs> Why <laughs> would like, you do that? I, think that? I don't know. I, I think every sister does that. Dan, I feel your pain. But <laughs> <I don't. laughs> 
think- yes, he also told me, of course, everyone knows that I get mad at Matt because he sneezes so much. Yeah. Well, he told me that I used to yell at him for sneezing all the time. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Dan and I, we have a lot of similar things going on. You two should probably just go out and have a beer together. I'm thinking we're looking for your stories about your sibling rivalries this morning. Yes. This texter says, my brothers and I used to fight over Mario Golf on Nintendo 64. At one point, I hit my older brother in the side of the head with a flying controller. I've done that with friends. Not with my sister, though. Yeah, we have friends that one, not, they weren't brothers, they were friends, but one threw the controller and took out about three teeth from the other one, if I remember it. So, yeah, that could be expensive, too. Keep your controller to yourself. It's hard plastic. Yeah, that'll do some damage. All right. Uh, yeah, we're looking for your story. 780-421-1039. We're talking about this. We could talk about this every day. Sibling rivalries and sibling fights. We're getting lots of great stories this morning. Yes, this text at 103939. It's about my two brothers. I was the angel baby, but of mm. course, they liked to fight. My older brother decided to kick the other brother in the mouth. But brother number two, not very smart, decided to bite his toe. Well, it would have been great, <laughs> but he had braces. So let's just say that mom and dad took him to the dentist with half his braces hanging from his mouth with a sock still attached. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, that is good. All right, Sarah, uh, you said you've got a great story for us. Go ahead. Yeah, so my sisters and I used to fight a lot younger when we were younger. And one time, uh, my middle sister chased uh, the younger sister into the bedroom, just screaming. The other one's scared for her life. She slammed the door on middle sister's finger Uh-oh. and it broke. <gasps> yeah. Ouch. There was a lot of blood, a lot of tears, and, well, a lot of swearing. <laughs> That's the, don't tell mom, don't tell mom. Yeah. It's okay. You can punch me. Yeah, hit me, hit me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The finger in the door. Yeah, you got to tell mom when you get a broken yeah. finger usually. Ouch. Thanks for your story, Sarah. Uh, yeah, we, we have Caitlin and Madison on the line together. Two sisters on the phone. This is fun. Go ahead. I'm 15 and my sister is 14. Okay, so you're nice and close together. So this is fun. Yeah. Two two sisters that always get along. Um, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Give us an example. She was 12 and I was 11. Um, she got grounded and our mom gave me her phone. And she got mad and she... I I kicked a hole in the door, oh. and then I took one of my books um, from my room, and I hit her in the face with it. Mm, nice. And our and our dad came in and, like, grounded both of us, and I never saw that phone again. No, that was it, eh? Yeah, that was it. It's yeah. kind of like living with two miniature hulks. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Wow, we're getting some crazy stories about those uh, sibling fights this morning. Terry texts in and says, good morning. It's not just sisters that tell brothers that they were adopted, Jack. My brother used to tell me so much that I was adopted that one time someone told me that I looked like my dad and I responded, oh no, I'm adopted. (laughs) 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 Then my parents made him stop. (laughs) 780-421-1039. Yes, Charmaine. So I was about 11, my sister was about 9, our mom was working, and we were told we had to do some housework while she was away. Yeah. My sister refused to help, she was laying on the couch, and of course I was vacuuming at the time, and I thought I would threaten her by holding the power nozzle of the uh, vacuum over her head. Oh no. To try and get her to help out. Oh no, oh no. Lo and behold, I sucked all of her hair up into the brush of the the power nozzle. The beater bar. No. Yeah. Exactly. And? Yeah, she was living with me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
We're talking about sibling rivalries and scraps with your brothers and sisters. I got this text. My dad passed away shortly before I was born, and my four siblings told me that I was only conceived because dad was supposed to be sterile from the meds that he was on, but turned out he wasn't. Well, at age 30, I asked my mom what medication dad was on. She was puzzled why I asked, so I told her, and she asked, why did you think that? Apparently, none of it was true, and I was actually planned. My siblings said they made it up, but started to believe it all themselves. They told it for so long. Oh, yes. (laughs) Commitment to the joke. After you tell a lie long (laughs) enough, right? Uh, Yeah, looking for your stories. My dad uh, owned a company, and he ordered um, a cabinet that had to be assembled. The box that it came in, I talked my brother into... uh, like kind of wiggling his way into the box and he had his arms down by his side and wanted me to stand the box up and so I struggled because I'm not very big and I got him got the box standing up and he wanted to see if he could walk in around in the box <laughs> and of course he couldn't so he said okay put put the box down so I can get out so I just pushed him over and he fell like a tree and knocked him out my mom said where's your brother I said oh he's sleeping <laughs> <laughs> I panicked a little but he, he, he survived Oh, that's so good. What's your name? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. What if? Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Sorry, there's that text about stuff stolen. You see that one? It's the second one there. Suitcase stolen off the carousel at uh, EIA once. A good Samaritan found it in the ditch and returned it to me at home. It was missing some (laughs) clothes and my underwear. Some perv must have got it. (laughs) Maybe you just had really nice underwear. Or, you know, it's... They were nice. I mean, yeah, I bet you did. (laughs) Or it could be like me, where I accidentally took the wrong suitcase once. Oh, did you get home oh, with yeah, it? Remember the guys? Chris. You remember that great story? No, yeah. I know it was in Toronto. <laughs> I took, I, I, I got the wrong suitcase. And this I, is a classic. And I, 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 I got this. I got the wrong suitcase, and I took it to my hotel in Toronto, and I went to open it up, but it was locked. And I'm like, hmm, I don't normally lock <laughs> my suitcase. Remember locking? So then I looked, and the guy's name was Peter Wong, and he was from uh, Winnipeg, and I couldn't get a hold of him. So I went back, all the way back to the airport in Toronto, and I went all the way back to Air Canada, and I said, uh, what's wrong? And I said, I've got the Wong oh. suitcase. Oh. Is this a true story? It's a true story. <laughs> right. You know, that he is literally racing to the airport to tell Sweat on his brow. (laughs) I got the Wong suitcase. That's what she said. It was just really funny. Anyway, it's going to be 28 later on today. It's going to be an absolute gorgeous day. Get out and enjoy it. Thank you so much for uh, being part of the show. It was busy this morning. I was going to say, is it 9 o'clock already? That's crazy. Yeah, phone's ringing off the hook and so many great texts. And we were waiting for somebody to call us who went on the Tennessee takeover. Mm -hmm. You know, no disrespect to all these wonderful winners, but they're all so excited when they win the trips. But very few actually call. We never hear from them. Thank you after. And Butch, you're the man. What was the highlight of the trip this past weekend in Nashville for you? Uh, I got to say the the show with Jordan Davis and Dirks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The rooftop at, uh, at the Hard Rock was great. But yeah. the, the show at the rooftop at the West End was, with the Reclaws was really nice. Great yeah. venue for it. So. It looked amazing. And it, it was kind of interesting. We went to the Opry and we got to see Jordan Davis again. And you also saw the Yodel Kid. Yeah. I mean, he didn't Yodel, but he sang. He's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Loved every minute of it. Wow. The the crew on Canadian North just, uh, they did their best to help us get drunk on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good to hear. Thanks for listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissing Country 103.9.